welcome to your new favorite podcast, Pocket Full of Mojo, where you're you and I'm Steph, and we tune in here to tap into some mojo. Each and every episode you hear is made with love and good intention to share with you some delicious nuggets of inspiration and insights with some wit and wisdom to help you stay connected to your very best mojo. In today's episode, we're going to dig into the mantra du jour and reflect on how we can be a little bit kinder to ourselves and unpack the carry-on that is self-compassion, the essential accessory on this crazy trip called life. We're going to dig into what's stopping us, what compassion is and what it's not, and how we can fill her up to build more resiliency and connect to our emotional compass to keep us going in the right direction. I know you've got a gazillion podcasts to choose from, so my heart bursts with gratitude that you're here. So, you, stick around, and I'll make sure you're glad you did. Let's get started with today's mantra and get tuned in, tapped in, and turned on. Hello and welcome to episode four of Pocketful of Mojo. I'm Steph. I'm going to be your hostess and mojo maven today, and I'm so glad you're here. Have you done something different with your hair? You look great. Seriously, you're glowing, my friend. Now, without further ado, let's pull today's random mantra from my random mantra generator and look at what will guide us through our day and our week. Drum roll, please. I choose compassion over criticism. Hmm, good one. Ooh, I like this one. I choose compassion. Mm, Compassion, it is a choice that we make. Compassion builds bridges between people and it fosters a sense of shared community and it connects us on a deeper level. It really transcends our differences and it creates the sense of unity and it's really an essential part of a life with harmony. I choose compassion over criticism. Compassion really encourages self-awareness and empathy and a broader perspective on life. When we extend compassion to others, we often find that it boomerangs back and it enriches our own lives and helps us contribute on our own journey and helps us really discover more about ourselves. I choose compassion over criticism. This applies to compassion for myself as much as it does offering compassion to other people. I mean, I deserve to show myself compassion and understanding because this life, she's full of errors and blunders and mistakes and missteps. And girl, she's a wild ride. But without compassion, it can be really bumpy and leave bruises. So compassion just helps cushion that blow. And it makes us more resilient and more confident and gives us an ability to get back up and keep going, even when it's hard. I choose compassion over criticism. Compassion is where we really learn and criticism is where we affirm, right? And like we leave very little room to, to grow or learn anything new, either about ourselves or something that someone else is doing or saying. And criticism is really limiting. It's stifling and it's short-sighted. 
and it's really easy to do. But sometimes the right thing to do is also the hard thing to do. And we know we are capable. I choose compassion over criticism. I invite you to carry this one around with you today and every day this week and really observe the conversation that you're having with yourself regularly. Are you showering yourself with compassion? It's really a good indicator of the compassion that you show the world and the compassion that the world shows you. So if you're hard on yourself, do not be surprised when the world is hard on you. Sorry, friend. Showing up with some softness isn't the worst thing in the world. Taking time to understand a different viewpoint is where growth happens and where we can truly observe our greatness. I always used to say, you don't have to agree with me, just take the time to understand. What a powerful message. Because I know I want to live in a world that's driven by love and compassion, but just like pretty much everything, it has to start with me. Compassion is a choice, and I choose compassion over criticism. Now that we are rooted in compassion, we will go out into the world purse first with love and understanding, and let's shift our view from the window to the mirror and really look at compassion as it relates to how we treat ourselves. That's right. Let's try showing ourselves some of the compassion that we show others and the ripple effect is going to be amazing. So today we're gonna look at the how-to when it comes to radiating that love you show the world. But shine inward and see what happens when we can change our outlook in the very best way. Welcome to the ever-uplifting world of self-care where the path to unlocking your ultimate potential begins. Today, I'm diving headfirst into the world of self-compassion, the secret sauce for a life filled with joy, growth, and all-around radiance. That's right. We're going to look at how you treat you and listen hard to that voice in our head and make sure it's singing the right song. Let's look at the why behind the wow, unpacking self-compassion. Before we kick off this adventure, let's take a second to explore why self-compassion is the ultimate game changer. Imagine treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding you offer your best friend. That warm, fuzzy feeling. That whatever you need, I got you kind of feeling. That is the essence of self-compassion. Imagine treating yourself that way. How glorious would that feel? So let's dig into it. So first things first, being kind to yourself. Are you a pro or no? And why is it so darn challenging to extend the sweet benevolence to our own fine selves? Let's dig into it. Like, let's take an example, picture this. You're out in the world being fabulous, you don't know how to do it any other way, and all of a sudden, for no reason, you drop your phone, but it happens. But instead of a comforting, like, oh, it's okay, accidents happen, you berate yourself. How could I be so clumsy? Ugh, I'm so stupid. Mm, oh. Sound familiar? We've become masters at being our own worst critics and are often really quick to do so, even when the situation doesn't call for it. Sometimes we become so used to it, 
we hardly notice we're even doing it. But remember, words have power. Words matter, even the ones we don't say out loud. But Steph, how am I supposed to just change like that? For sure. This is a behavior that we learn, and it's going to take some unlearning and awareness. But listen, it's all very doable. I promise. So here's a how-to guide on cultivating self-compassion like a pro. Let's unwrap the gift of self-compassion with a bow of understanding and a sprinkle of mojo mastery magic. Here are five key ingredients when it comes to building self-compassion into your way of being. And as usual, it starts with mindful reflection. Number one, begin your path by turning inwards. Take a few minutes each day to reflect on your thoughts and your feelings without judgment. This is the key. It's like a daily chat with your inner cheerleader. That's the person we want to talk to. Really dial into your inner voice. And this will eventually become a practice, but taking mindful time to check in can be really powerful. Number two, speak your truth. What do you want your truth to be? It doesn't have to be reflected in your reality today. Here's what I mean by that. For example, if you're used to talking to yourself with a bit of spice and haven't quite built up your positive self-talk yet, that is okay. You can use positive affirmations to counteract the negative self-talk. Like when the inner critic whispers doubt, shout back with the affirmation. Like, I am capable, or I deserve love and kindness. I can do this. I'm not stupid for dropping my phone. And this is why I have daily mantras on my most definitely Instagram page. These daily affirmations are there to offset, quiet, and outright eliminate any headspace for negative self-talk. You'll know what affirmations and mantras resonate with you because they'll be aligned with where you're going, even if it's not reflected in the way things are right now. We're gonna celebrate imperfections because when you look in the mirror, the only thing to say is, dang, you're fine. Because perfection is overrated. Some say it doesn't even exist. Others say that perfection is loving every single thing about you, every single thing. So no matter your definition, embrace the quirks and the imperfections because they make you uniquely you. Remember, even the moon has craters and she's still stunning. We are often reminded how our imperfections are found on the outside, but that's simply putting value on the wrapping paper. We are filled with inner and outer perfection and a little inventory of your own awesome can go a really long way. Your imperfections are what make you perfect, darling. They're what make you you and set you apart from the rest. And that is a good thing because no one can be you. That is your gift. Practicing those self-love rituals. So whether it's a cozy cup of tea, a brisk walk in nature, a soothing bubble bath, finding rituals that nourish your soul can change the game. These acts of self-love are non-negotiables on your journey to Mojo Mastery, I promise. Making sure you don't wait until you need them is really the key to good self-care. Making these treats a common practice will help keep your cup full. And a bonus hot tip, let that shit go. Because forgiveness is what? Freedom. We are all human. We are prone to mistakes. 
Forgive yourself for past missteps and let go of that heavy baggage. A lighter load allows you to soar higher. You don't need anyone's permission. You don't need anyone's okay. If that bag's not yours, put it down. Let's pivot for a minute and dig into the compassion conundrum. Why do we struggle? Now let's tackle this million dollar question. Why do we find it easier to offer compassion to others than to ourselves? Well, here's three reasons that I've come up with. Number one, society. Society often applauds achievement and creating an environment where self-compassion is often mistaken for weakness. So it's time to break free from these chains and celebrate the self-compassion as a strength. Who's with me? The inner critic or the inner saboteur. This relentless symphony of our inner critic plays harder and louder than any external applause. If your inner critic plays loud than any other song in your head, you're not alone. The challenge here is to get your own groove by turning up the volume on your self-love playlist. Remember girl, you're the DJ, giver. Something else that might be holding us back is the fear of narcissism. Many fear that self-compassion might morph into self-absorption, and that's a lie. It's also a perception of someone else's projection, which is another way of saying that it's nonsense. So here's the truth. Genuine self-compassion fosters empathy for others, creating a ripple effect of kindness. When a candle uses its flame to light another candle, the first light doesn't get dimmer, you just now have twice as much light. Protect your light, share your light. Well, why is self-compassion the key to unlocking your mojo mastery? Because, dear Mojo Master, you are the only captain steering your ship. When you treat yourself with kindness, you set the stage for a life filled with joy and purpose and boundless potential, and no one is holding you back. So here's your Mojo Mastery Challenge. Set a daily reminder to practice self-compassion. Do it. Go on your phone or your agenda and make a note. It could be a simple affirmation or a moment of mindful breathing. Consistency is key and the results are life-changing. I personally got an app, actually, when I was at my lowest, and I knew that the scrambled brain wasn't giving me the right information. And so this app just had a positive affirmation pop up about every hour with an affirmation or a mantra, and remember that the mind is like a computer. And the more good data we put in there, the more we are operating on a positive, affirming, uplifting information. And so the world follows. And before I knew it, I had my negative self-talk and derailing thoughts fully evicted from my mind. And I was back in the driver's seat of self-compassion. I want you to befriend your inner cheerleader. Your inner cheerleader is ready to rally for you, always. Nurture that relationship. When challenges arise, and they will, let your inner cheerleader lead the way. You don't have to make the cheerleader your whole personality, but it should be a constant vibe when it comes to how you talk to yourself. We have both a cheerleader and a jerk that lives in our brain. It's up to us who we promote and who we encourage. Who are you gonna listen to? Pro tip, the jerk is a liar. 
do some mojo journaling. Create a mojo journal to document your self-compassion journey. Reflect on the changes you observe, the challenges you conquer, and the moments of pure, unadulterated self-love. To really amp up your progress, observe the times where your inner critic or negative self-talk crept in and you were able to identify and change course. Recognize these wins and small changes that we make can amount to huge progress as we learn to rewire our brains. As you embark on this mission, watch how self-compassion unlocks the gates to your most authentic self. Say goodbye to people-pleasing tendencies and hello to radiant self-image. Sounds good, right? You are deserving of love, of kindness, and boundless joy. And this is the work that will get you there. Remember, you hold the brush to paint the masterpiece that is your life. With compassion as your guiding star, this year is bound to be the year that your mojo reaches its peak. And with that, Mojarinos, I will leave you to go take on the world as your best, most gorgeous self. And if you're hearing me for the first time, welcome, you gorgeous human. I'm Steph, and it has been really great spending this time with you. And if this is your jam, you can get even more. Check the show notes for all the cool links that will take you to more Mojo Mastery. So before I let you go, remember, we choose compassion over criticism. It's good for your health. There is a lot in this life that we cannot control, but we do control how we speak to ourselves and how we show up in the world. And these two things are very related. Compassion is the heartbeat of humanity. The importance of empathy, kindness, and interconnectedness is not only good for you, but for your relationships, both with yourself and with the world. And I know that I want to live in a society where understanding and love are at the heart of everything. And it all starts with you. Be sure to tune into the next episode where we dig into the art of receiving. Whether it's a gift, constructive feedback, or a compliment, we'll tap into the value of seeing our own worthiness and how to go from cringe to cool when life's gifts come our way. So until next time, stay awesome. And with that, I definitely wish you a magical day. Peace, love, and mojo. Toodaloo, kangaroo. Mwah.